Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We need a new um, a new national anthem, don't we? It's, Do we? We're living in the era of the Czechoslovakia. Oh. <laughs> if someone could write that and send it in, you know, do a Czechoslovakia video's national anthem. If it's good, we'll play it. If it's not, more for you. <laughs> what kind of slant would you like them to take? Sort of a nationalistic, look how strong we are. We have all the muscles and guns. Or sort of look at our nice flowers and our big rolling hills. I think just anything that's sort of, hey, hey, hello, how are you doing? It's Checkers. <laughs> I don't really care what he's saying, just as long as it's got that kind of tone about it. Yeah, like um, a Checkers slant. But sung in a beautiful operatic style. Yeah. Hey, hey. Just sort of happy, I am presenting a television show fun for all the family kind of thing. Here's my knob. But being sung. With subtle undertones of an authoritarian dictatorship that is <laughs> yeah, living under Cheggers. We don't want it to be too obvious, but there's like just one menacing line. <laughs> 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 we will drink the blood of our rivals. Oh, what happens in Cheggers' is gulag? God only knows. <laughs> Everyone's naked for sure. Oh, I would absolutely. watch that show so hard. <laughs> Naked Gulag. <laughs> hey, it's me Gulag. <laughs> uh, oh dear. Uh-huh. Cheggers Gulag. Yeah. Coming soon to Channel 4. Dave. Dave. Coming yeah. soon Dave. to Dave. It's a Dave show, isn't it? Let's absolutely. Cheggers Gulag. I feel like it's manned by Mr. Blobby, even though I know he's <laughs> Noel affiliated. He's like the warden. <laughs> All of your 90s favourites. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots, the official Um, Vidiots podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three us, where everybody brings a a thing thing along to to talk talk about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I am Michael. Hello, boys. Hello, Ben and Michael. Hello, Peter and Ben. Hello, Peter and Michael. That's nice. nice, Hello, audience. Hello, audience. Hope you're all all right. Hmm. Feels weird, this, isn't it? Talk going beyond that fourth wall, just smashing that Just kicking that fucking wall right in its stupid Don't forget to smash that fourth wall. (laughs) Ding that bell. Ding it. I'd think if more people dunged the bell (laughs) in 2018, Mm. 
we'd still have memory cards. Oh, oh don't. It's your fault. The people not feeling guilty enough already. <laughs> it's don't been... Put... Well, you pointed out it's been three years. Yeah, since, I don't like that. Since Vidiot started. We, we were only there for a year. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I think it was the last episode, wasn't it, where we had the question, what's your biggest regret? Um, and the secret question at the end of the podcast was... All right, audience, what's your biggest regret? We had multiple people respond to the YouTube upload saying, not telling my friends. <laughs> oh, no, don't make me cry. Uh, you should have told them. We gave you ample opportunity. Yeah, guys, what the fuck? Come on. But Vidiots didn't die, it just changed, and yeah. now it exists as the far more convenient once a fortnight Podiots podcast. <laughs> I feel like that's what um, that's how doctors break the news to distraught spouses that their partner has gone into a coma. Right. Look, he's not died. He's just changing. He's going to be different. In some Greg's way. It, Greg isn't dead. No, he's just Ch- changed. Changing. Greg's changed. <laughs> Do you remember the Greg you fell in love with? He's gone. <laughs> oh yeah. no. We're still we're still here though in our, all of all of our lovely glory, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, we're still going. We're thinking about turning the machine off. <laughs> we're not, to be clear. No, we're not. We're not. Podiots, podiots will continue. It will. And Vidiots will remain a part of the Yogs cast until they remember we're there, and then, <laughs> and then they kick us out. <laughs> they go, oh, these guys are still on the book. Oh, fuck, Let's I go- forgot about these guys. I thought we sent them a letter. Oh, oh man. Jesus Christ. Isn't Everyone's it? been working from home, and we've just been hidden in the basement this we've entire just time. Been sneakily <laughs> still coming into the building every week. Yeah. No one knows. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've got a way. Hey, but if you want to support us financially to allow us to keep sneaking into the Yogscast building when no one's around, uh, you can go to streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations. Donate three pounds or more. You'll join Pod Squad. You'll get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the stream. We, You, you may be randomly assigned the Pumpy Platoon. I said it right this week. Nice. The Tiny Troop or the Fast Crew. Those are the three platoons we've got there, or groups, or troops, or crews, or whatever (laughs) the fuck it is. But streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations. Mikey, who's up first in the Pumpy Platoon? Stand to attention, please, Pumpy Platoon order. It is Redders with Lekia. Good. Wait, Redders, Swez, Lekia, Lekia, Redders, Slovakia. (laughs) That's a hint at what's what's coming with the rest of these. We're only one, one in. Oh, God. Shegas Slovakia uh, brings all the boys to the yard. Very generous donation. There Thank is there you. is a message. I cut it off. I'm an <gasps> idiot. Do oh. you want to read it out? Oh, it's going to get sent over. I, I got it. I got it for you. What lurks in the archives at Vidiot's Manor? What mistakes and behind the scenes goodness is hidden away from us? The truth is out there. Also, shout out to my partner. Not married. Fight me, scrub. Thanks for putting <laughs> up with my insane schedule. Kiski. Kiski. <laughs> what is there must be some hidden stuff away in the archives, right? I've nothing worth sharing though. Oh man, I don't uh, know. Just some like test logos and stuff. The corrupted yeah. footage of uh Margaret with like no video, just sound. <laughs> yeah. that, I mean that's oh. not been saved, but it was at one point no. in existence. It's gone. It's gone forever. Thank you. Thank you very much for the generous donation. Absolutely. Sure. Jonathan Grimwood's author, the generous Samuel DeBarber, who says, Has lockdown ruined the idea of a takeaway? Has it gone from a treat on a night out to just the lockdown norm? Was what a tipsy flatmate demanded I explain last night. So shout out to Cormac. Cheers, boys. I'm going to say, yeah, takeaways are just 
brutal now, aren't they? Mm. Takeaway, more like meal. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Unstoppable Michael Malloy, broken bits of brie, bitter like chocolate, KKB the prince. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, no. KKB the princess and the Glock. Cheddar, Slovakia. No, Czech- Suvlaki. <laughs> so sorry, sorry. <laughs> Cheddar Suvlaki. Wow, that's impressive. Cheggers Lobakia. Ooh, Bella's secret porn stash. Awesome Fox needs good vibes. Sending good vibes. The Chegg Republic. The old man and the minge. Think Stoke on Trent. Cheggers Slovakia. Emily Lemons. Cheggers, Slovakia, Breggy Ronks, Aaron Courtney, Sexy Bitch, Cheeky Cheggers, R.I.P., Cheggers, Slovakia, Vidiot's Presenter, Fanfic, Cheddar's Lord Vakia, very good, Not Lenny, and Chego, Slovakia. What a beautiful collection of people. Can I just say, I've just looked up, I don't know what made me do it, but I just mm. looked up Jonathan Grimwood's author. Oh no, this is Jonathan Grimwood without an S on the end. No. Apparently, there's a guy. There's an author called Jonathan Grimwood who's like very successful, seemingly. I thought maybe oh. he was a listener, but Jonathan Grimwood's with an S. Maybe not. Maybe still successful, but not the one I'm looking at. So, not if they're listening to us. No one. Probably not. It's well, that's impossible. what surprised me that we had potentially a very like an, he's laden with awards, John Grimwood. <laughs> but anyway, we can pretend he's the real one. Maybe the other one is also successful. We'll see. Anyway, uh, fall in, everyone, to Tiny Troop, Chego Slovakia, Steven Skodas, Gooey Bug Spittoon, Cassie Wolfhard 11, Hideo Co. Freddy and the Fabs, uh, Chegas Slovakia, uh, The Blood Sugar What Dropped, who was very generous and said, Finally able to join the pod squad. Been following you guys since the name redacted days and loved every minute of the journey. Introduced you to my GF. She finally understands all the quotes I come out with now. Uh, P.S. Any advice for a wannabe voice actor? Uh, Oh man, I don't know. Um, Nail down your Bella impression and you'll be golden. Yeah, that's how you do it. Uh, I think the Spice Girls said you've got to get with my friends. If you want to be a voice actor, you've got to get with my friends. (laughs) I think maybe you should do that. Yeah. Um, Everyone's um, friend. Invest in a good mic makes all the difference with voice work, I would say. Yeah. Uh, do it. Yeah. And don't forget to have fun. Have fun. <laughs> Most importantly, fun. have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um the list continues. Chego Slovakia. Chegwin Slovenia. <laughs> Czechoslovakia Tristam. DPR of Czechoslovakia. <laughs> uh, I'll see you when you get there. Cheggers Slovakia. It's the Czech Republic now. <laughs> Cheggers Slovakia, RIP. Big to Jesus 42. Chegov's Gunderpants. Peter Chegg's Goalie Helmet. Czech Republic. Emily Lemon's Ham Flaps. Oh. Oh. United Slov- Slovak State of Cheggers. Making Ferret Pancakes. I'm not fucking reading that, is the name that it says there. The Michael Jugstone, Czech Republic, a.k.a. Czechia. <laughs> the Dominic, the Dominican Republic, with a hyphen. Very good. And oh. Dave Benson, Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> 
this is a slog but it's beautiful it it's is. really good isn't it i'm actually going to open mine in in the spreadsheet because it's too small for me to read properly uh, <laughs> billy billyapolis czechoslovakia czechoslovakian teen wife kez of czechoslovakia oliver a real six-year-old <laughs> oh no that not a real one surely Cheggers loves Sakia. Cheggers <laughs> slow vacuumer. Cheggers is a slaggier. Chegwin's slow wonky win. Ch- <laughs> what? The Cheg Republic. The Cheggerg Republic. Cheggers Slovakia Langclaw. Cheggers. Hang on. Cheggers Slovakia Langclaw. Nice. Oh. Cheggers Slovakia. Mr. Macca. Kermit the Fog. Respect non-owl royal Roy Hodgson, <laughs> Czechoslovakia, Czechoslovakia, Johnny Masella doesn't care, Czechos Czechoslovakia. Not even Wensley Dave BP was very generous and said thank you, beautiful boys and all girls for the years of your unique brand of merriment and fartertainment. Mm. Can you give a shout out to my brilliant, weird, and wonderful wife, Katie, and also our dog and cats, Tigger, Snow, and Sooty, since they are good boys and girl. Hello, Katie and Tigger and Snow and Sooty. Hello, all. Love you. Hello. Thank you very much. Czechoslovakia, Chief. Kegwin of Slovakia, Cheggers Slovakia, the real quarantine, who says, Hi, beautiful, and was very generous. Hi, beautiful boys. I work in a hospital, and though I'm not a nurse, the grim situation has taken its toll more than I ever expected. I've been a longtime fan, but over the past 12 months, you provided an hilarious respite and helped me to cope. Thanks, boys. Thank you, quarantine. Thank you, quarantine. Thank you very much. Uh, we've also got Bray Fentos and the Sex Pests, Triple Jump, and oh. Shut Up Cheggers, You're Dead. Beautiful. What a collection. Oh, that was... Uh, we get to do that all over again at the end, huh? Oh, oh no. no. What a, what, what a We will treat. read every one. Every single Even one. Even though you, you guys can't tell which one was you and which one was <laughs> someone else. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's your pod squad. You're all brilliant and generous. Streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations. Three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. Okay, Peter, over to Hello. you. I am Question Master this week. I've got some questions from people who sent them on Twitter. This first one is from Romeo at Bjorn Q on Twitter, who says, Two birds with one stone, cold feet and taking the bull by the horns. Make one idiom up each and the context behind it. And then there's a white heart emoji and then a sort of call me emoji. You know, the call oh. me symbol. Oh, um, call me. Wicked, etc. Yes. Um, so obviously I've had slightly more time to think about this than you guys have because it's just been sprung upon you. Mm. But uh, I, I came up with one and Ooh. you guys can think while I'm describing mine. <coughs> Um, oh man, I'm just gonna just gonna have to use the middle urinal. I think just gonna have to use the middle urinal or urinal, as they would say. But I'm trying to be trying to be international about this. Of course, <laughs> about this. No one wants to use the middle urinal, right? Yeah, people, people don't do it. It's not socially acceptable. Uh, it it it. I don't know if ladies know this, but some urinals, uh, some some bathrooms or toilets 
in public spaces have urinals on the wall, which are wall-mounted toilets that you do your whittles into. And hey, if you want to take a poo in it, you can if you want. No one's going to stop you because they probably no think one, you're dangerously insane. No one's going to stop you. Um, and you sometimes they're like singular ones, uh, just arranged on a wall and sitting be- and standing between two other people who are on adjacent urinals is a sort of social faux pas. Not for any particular reason. I don't know if it's like it's just not. It just people don't do it. You just don't do it. I think it goes back to everyone's school days when you know it's people think you're weird you're trying to look at a wilson if you're doing it you're a pervert oh you touch my shoulder by accident get away yeah oh, um, disgusting alternatively sometimes there are big sort of trough urinals uh, and again sort of standing in between two people uh, despite the fact that you're all sharing a trough together is uh, is not the done thing however sometimes <laughs> if it's really busy people do use the middle urinal or if you're That's... really desperate and you don't want to wait you'll use it so really, it's just another version of like biting the bullet or mm, kind mm. of, I like to think it's not just about biting the bullet. It's everyone knowingly is aware that you wouldn't normally do this thing, but we all agree that like needs must in this situation. It's like a group version of bite the bullet. Mm. So, you know, oh, just going to have to really gonna have to just suck it up and use the middle urinal, I think. Okay, that's, I, that's I like it. I like it. Yeah. God, yours is going to be so much more thought out than anything I come up with. Oh, no. <laughs> um, For some reason, I'm, 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 I'm gravitating towards like a grab life by the something like that's kind of just like do it. Yeah. I feel like um, I'm going to get in trouble Ooh. with the teacher. But when you read the question out, yeah, I was not on this planet, Peter. Oh, no. Can you please repeat it for me? I'm going to repeat it for you, and then you're going to have to write it a hundred times before you go home today. And I'm going to do the teacher thing, which is when you hand it in to me, I'm not even going to look at the piece of paper. I'm going to tear it up and put it in the bin. Did your teachers do that when you did lines? Sounds like it would um, sort of deflate me morally, and perhaps I... It would only harden my resolve to be a <laughs> rebel because I was disrespected in such a manner by an authority yeah. figure. <laughs> um, young Mr. Pot- Master Potter. Yes, I'm here. Much like two birds with one stone or getting cold feet or mm. taking the bull by the horns, you must yes. make up one idiom and give the context behind it. I see. So we okay. want some kind of metaphorical phrase, an allegory, uh you know, or a simile or something. Okay, I've got one. Yeah. Ooh. Sometimes you've just got to take the hot lettuce with the reheated burger. Right. <laughs> oh, my God, that's actually pretty good. What and what fuck? does that mean, Ben? I mean, I'm sure we can all work it out. That's the point of the metaphor, but just we're going to need it. Romeo wants it. Romeo wants it. Well, for Romeo, anything. Um, so when you're reheating, because you're a disgusting blob man and you order too much food most of the time, right? Yeah. You put some of it in the fridge for the next day. And when you get a burger, they put that like weird green stuff in it. And I think mm. it like grows out of the floor, like the outside floor. Yeah. And um, when it gets reheated in the microwave, it goes all soggy. And no one wants hot lettuce. Nobody wants it. But it's part and parcel of getting the burger, which is the good thing. And sometimes it's you got to take the hot lettuce with the reheated burger. Yeah, you do. That's very good. I like that. That's true. Oh, hot lettuce is gross. I'm sorry you had to repeat the question, Peter. It's disrespectful of me. 
That's okay. Just just hand them in at the end. That's all. That's all you have to do. I was reading the Czechoslovakias again. <laughs> just <laughs> counting how many. <laughs> just looking at them. Still let it happen again, Mr. Potter. I'll be writing home to your parents. I won't, I promise. Um, I think maybe this is the worst one ever, but I'm going to suck it up and put the folded paper underneath the table leg. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's also good. Yeah. Just when you finally think there's been a minor annoyance in your life and you just think, Screw it, I'm just going to fix it. I'm going to suck it up and fold up the paper and put it underneath the table leg. I'm going to finally that, do it. I've been putting up with this shitty yeah. table for ages. It's just, just needed that little push, the willpower to fix it for everyone on this godforsaken probably meal table space yeah. zone. Yeah. This is gonna, one that's going to be used for the ages by people across the world. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it's going to make it into the, the idiom dictionary that everyone has on their shelf in their house. Vidium. <laughs> Videos. Yeah. There Videoms. we go. <laughs> uh, great. Well, it's time for a thing. Um, I don't think I've gone first for a while, so I could just could just do mine. It's up to you. Get in there, son. I don't think I have. I could to- be totally wrong about that. Maybe I'm just jumping the gun again. But anyway, give it a go. Um, this was sent to me. Oh, actually, I better I better look up who sent this to me because so so um, Amy shared this with me the other day, and I was like, oh well, that's that is prime poddy its material. And then I told you guys not. <laughs> to read any articles that had a certain... <laughs> Full stop. Well, yeah, don't read anything at all um, that had, like, a, a certain... I told you to avoid cho- uh, cockerels and roosters, is, is mm. what I said. I'm very excited. Um, I've managed to avoid all cockerels and roosters for two weeks now. And oh, I'm very- excellent. I'm very pleased. And then someone sent it to me on Twitter, and I'm desperately scrolling through my mentions here. Oh, I found it. Uh, Lucy uh, at River Fox, but with a three instead of the E in River. Uh, thank you, Lucy, for sending this. Uh, as it would, as luck would have it, I'd already seen it, but I appreciate it all the same. According to BBC.co.uk forward slash news forward slash world hyphen Asia hyphen India. I love that one. Indian man killed by his own bird during cockfight. Oh no! Oh, amazing! Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> yeah, poetic justice. I mean, you know, I'm not going to celebrate the death of a man, but you know, you you. You have to take the lettuce with the hot burger. Or you've got to. You've got something to. like that. You've got to piss in that middle urinal sometimes. You have to, yeah. Now, this this headline is nothing like where the article is going to go. It's not just that a man has been killed by a cockerel. A cockerel that had been fitted with a knife <laughs> Wait, for an illegal cockfight has killed its owner in southern India. <laughs> I didn't realize cockfights were getting like this now. Wow. Yeah. It's turning into robot wars. <laughs> it, was, it was an armed cockerel. Uh, crowbot wars? No, it doesn't really work, does it? Oh, it's close. Yeah, we're the, getting the there. Cockerels crow. Yeah, yeah there we go. Like Rowcock wars? I don't know. That might be too oh. much of a mouthful. The bird's owner was impaled in the groin by the knife as the animal tried to escape. The man died on the way to hospital from a loss of blood. Police are now searching for 15 more people involved in the event. Now, when Amy was reading this to me, I thought it was going to be police are now searching for an armed cockerel that's on the loose. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not to be approached. Um, but the, the event took place in the village of Lothanur in Telangana State earlier this week. Apologies for butchering that. The animal was held at a police station before being transferred to a farm. Oh. Which is nice. Sounds like an epithet for being put down, but yes. I think it did actually 
go to a farm. Uh, Police said the animal was being readied to take part in a fight when it tried to escape. Its owner attempted to catch it, but it was uh, but was struck by the seven centimeter long, that's three inch knife on the bird's leg during the struggle. Those involved in the event face charges of manslaughter, illegally betting, and hosting a cockfight, the AFP news agency reports. Local police officer B. Jeevan said the animal would be taken to court as evidence <laughs> at a later date. Oh, amazing. According to the New Indian Express, cockfighting was made illegal in India in 1960, but fights are still relatively common in rural areas. Uh... It's not the first time an owner has been killed by their cockerel. Last year, a man in Andhra Pradesh died after he was hit in the neck by a blade attached to his bird. Oh, my God. According to CNN, the owner was taking his animal to a cockfight when the incident occurred. Just picturing them bringing the the chicken to the... The um the courthouse and right well we've got to recreate the scene accurately so they try to attach the knife onto the chicken again and oh it, it tries to escape again and kills someone else oh, it's yeah, just a never ending cycle of new court dates and people getting killed I just love the idea that it's necessary to present the cockerel as evidence <laughs> in a trial like surely as long as people know what a cockerel is they don't need to see the exact one but apparently so also aren't cockfights brutal and barbaric enough without strapping weaponry to your bird and then putting it on your bird at home yeah before driving it or transporting it to the fight Mm -hmm. there's just so many so many things that they've done wrong here beyond have a cockfight to begin with yeah uh, I saw in a different write-up of this that the reason that they sometimes attach... I think in other articles it's said to be a razor blade on mm, the cockerel, but I much prefer the idea that it had a knife. Um, <laughs> yes. It's a big Bowie knife. Yeah, uh, but uh, apparently it's done to ensure that fights are over quickly and that, there, that a winner can be declared. Um, right. <laughs> so I guess it helps pull in the punters as well. Like imagine it's like a WWE wrestling night and no DQs. <laughs> top of the leaderboard is the cock with a Glock. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that guy's going to win Excellent. every time. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't teach chickens how to use guns. I just I love the idea of I mean I don't love the idea because it's animal baiting and it's awful, but just the image of loads of men and women or women uh standing around a ring cheering with betting slips held tightly in their fists as two cockerels with knives just charge at each other. They may, why don't they just play Beyblades? Like, surely that's more oh, fun. I don't know. You would have thought that would be so much more exciting. Yeah. Um, there's some related stories here. Man killed by cockfighting bird and fighting rooster kills Philippines police officer. Oh, How did man. that happen? Wow. God. Oh yeah, the same. So it had a blade on it, and it cut his artery. He was rushed to hospital. These chickens um, are dangerous, man. I don't know. They are. Don't yeah. know if we can trust them. Yeah, spurs. They're called these blades. Spurs. Yeah, they have spurs like cowboys. Wait, why am I googling this? This is a tricky. No, what are you? What are you doing, Michael? <laughs> Provincial, uh, Provincial Police Chief Colonel Arnold Apud told news agency AFP that the accident was. Unfortunate, calling it a piece of bad luck that I cannot explain. It's <laughs> not really bad the... luck, though, is oh, it? Ma- oh, bad luck, friend. Oh, yeah. I put myself in this really dangerous situation. Whoops. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. But that's some tough luck. 
Man, it really sucks to be you. I never would have guessed that that bird would be furious. That's fucking yeah. weird, man. What a sh- can't explain it. No. What was going through that bird's mind? What are the odds? I better take the bird to court. It's their fault. It's going to go to bird court. Yeah. <laughs> well, the chances that when we attached a, a knife to that live animal that something could have gone wrong. <laughs> God. Never would have guessed it. And especially hasn't happened several times before this incident. Never. Yeah. Oh, it's happened in California as well. Whoa, it's spreading. Damn it. I wish there was just a way we could have seen this coming, you know. If only we could yeah. stop putting knives on the back of birds. But, Michael, we can't. No. Because that's how you do the cockfights now. There's, I'm not going to a cockfight if there isn't a knife <laughs> strapped to the bird. They really like it. We've spoken to the ambassador for cockerels, and he says, on behalf of all cockerels, look, we like having knives put on us and fighting with them. Yeah. So you're not taking them away from us. It's our it's our First Amendment right. <laughs> oh, the chicken union's up in arms. Oh, yeah, it God. is. Big bird. <laughs> Big bird. Very good. Oh, dearie. Dearie me. Just to be perfectly clear, mm. just in case anyone is not getting the several layers of sarcasm... <laughs> Cockfighting's very bad. It's very bad. It just shouldn't need to be said, but we do have to say it. Don't make your birds fight. Yeah. Knives or no knives. Yeah. Flipping heck. Wow, well, that was a ride. Thank you, Peter. (laughs) You're welcome. And thank you to those who shared that with me to uh, pass on. Beautiful. (laughs) Uh, The last US state to make it illegal... Uh, did so in 2007. Name and shame. Name and shame. Uh, it was legal until 2007 in Louisiana. It's an old rural tradition. Ah, oh, <laughs> love traditions. Oh, there you go. That's fine yeah. then. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, it's time for another question. Mm. Oh, um, this is from uh, Addy at 2Addy underscore P who says, what's the most questionable thing you've ever eaten, and did it end up being all right? Hmm. Um, I can't remember if I've told this story before, so I'm just going to tell it, and you'll have to suck it up and do the paper table if you don't like it. (laughs) Um, I once was taken to a Michelin star restaurant. It was for one of my parents... 50th or 60th birthdays or something so we went all out with a couple of family friends and like the sort of like seven or eight of us went to a really fancy restaurant I think it was Marco Pierre White the TV chef um, and uh, it was one of those things where they bring you like eight courses and it's all like small things on a plate and it's like there's lots of just foam and like air on it <laughs> Um, Served on the back of a man's hand or something like that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Moose. Um, And sort of three or four courses in, this plate of like small, delicate, little delicious meats arrived. And I have always been a meat fan and I thoroughly enjoyed all of the meats, um, despite the fact that I think I was warned ahead of time that one of the meats was a sweet bread, um, which... Now, here's the thing. I was told at the time it was lamb's testicles and it was fine. 
It was nice, in fact, not just fine. It was not the texture you would have expected from testicles. Now, some people might immediately take to the comments and go, uh, I think you'll find that sweetbreads are erroneously called lamb's testicles, but really they are, let's find it here, uh, the thymus gland or possibly the pancreas. Um, However... That seems to be one of those things where people say it's a myth, but the myth is that it's a myth. And you can, in some circles, call testicles sweetbreads if you so wish. Um, and I'm, I'm reasonably sure that we were told they were testicles, and I don't think anyone would tell you they were testicles uh, if they weren't. So pretty sure that I've eaten a lamb's bollock before, and it was <laughs> nice. okay. It was, it was nice. It just kind of it was like a little meatball. It didn't feel like chewy or anything weird it, it was just like it felt like lean meat um oh. and tasted very nice because it'd been cooked by a clever person so it's not like a grape or anything like i'm imagining in my head no yeah i mean if someone had said to me i think back then i was naive enough to think well it it's a nice restaurant so it will be nice i think mm. nowadays if i would not had it before and then someone said bite into this it's a testicle i would think like oh man that's going to be like just cartilage it's going to be like Ugh. unchewable mm. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't like that at all. It was actually quite nice. Not saying I'd, you know, order them on my next Iceland shop, but um, <laughs> you know, that is why mums go. That is for those lamb balls. Yeah. I feel like every time I went on holiday to Spain with my parents, like occasionally we'd go to like a not great hotel, but they'd be all inclusive, so it'd be like a buffet of food every night. Mm. And I feel like if I could somehow transport back in time and have a look at those buffets, I'd, I feel like I would fully appreciate the fact I'm dicing with death at every spoonful <laughs> right there. There was one hotel, it was like, we got into the room and there was cockroaches all over the floor. No. <laughs> and it just kind of like set the tone for like what this place would be. And I just, I've, I've got, I feel like I've got weird smells etched in my brains and like stained food containers. Ugh. I just, I've got a feeling they're not adhering to strict food control protocol and keeping it above 60 degrees at all times. Just letting it fester with little bacteria. It's mm. flavour, Michael. That's true, actually, yeah. yeah that's what... Protein. It's, the dishes are never washed because that's seasoning. You just put some new chicken in it, yeah. bam, it absorbs the flavour of everything around it. It's like one of those old, like, skillets or whatever, those pans that you're not supposed to clean. And yeah. And they, they keep them in families for generations. Except instead of being a really nice cast iron pan from, like, the medieval period, it's just <laughs> an aluminium tray that's green. <laughs> but hey, just... no, it's the family skillet. Can't so wash it. lasagna for 30 years now. Mm, <laughs> awful. Delicious. The best thing about buffets is that when they put the new stuff on, it goes onto the top rather than at the bottom. Therefore, the stuff at the bottom <laughs> stays at the bottom yeah. for two days. Yeah. Oh, please, can we leave buffets in the... In a, in a, <laughs> like, just leave them out of this poor pandemic world. I miss buffets oh, so no. much. <laughs> you want to go to Zaza's? I want to it's... bury my face in a buffet when this is done. The Zaza on Bristol a couple of months ago was like set on fire. Uh, that fucking serves it right. It's terrible. Yeah, that was a really bad one. People were like guessing that it was an insurance job because of all the money they'd lost. They thought, right, we'll set on yeah. fire. Get our money back. That real estate must cost them a fortune. It's massive. Oh, yeah. It's in such a, an amazing place. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. What a terrible... Anyway. Anyway. I've spoken about oily bread before. <laughs> 
retread, yeah. on this podcast. Oh, no, please don't. Uh, so I won't retread that ground. It was my attempt to make fried bread, not really understanding what fried bread was, where basically I ate <laughs> half a loaf of bread and half a bottle of sunflower oil. Oh, um, oh and, God. and I wasn't well. But uh, more recently than that, I think this was last year, actually. I don't have anything particularly fancy or exciting to talk about, but I was trying to make as a lot of people have been doing, make the stuff that I have in the cupboards go a bit further. Right. Yeah. So I had a fair amount of fusilli pasta. I had one tin of tuna. And I don't think I had a great deal of mayonnaise. And I thought, I'll make some tuna pasta and I can have that for like a few meals or something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. And I made it and it turned out there was way more pasta than I thought. And I had this one tin of tuna that did not go very far at all <laughs> and it and i overcooked the pasta as well oh no to the extent that it was just this this yellow paste beige mass of pasta with one flake of tuna per mouthful oh. Oh, and it was God. awful and in an attempt to make it a bit more edible and give it some flavor i put a load of heinz barbecue sauce in it oh, oh jesus and i thought God. that's something that'll that will make this bearable and it didn't and I put the entire thing back in the pasta bag and threw it all in the outside bin because I didn't want it inside anymore. Oh, the the barbecue sauce is way worse. That's just... I thought I was weird for having tuna pasta and gravy, but for some reason barbecue sauce is... I wouldn't normally, but then I thought... <laughs> just but then I thought, times. I've got... There's no, there's no <laughs> flavour. I've got to have something. And it made it so much worse. It was then stodgy and overcooked and there was no there's no meat ch fish meat in there at all i'm just kind of picturing a, a tuna porridge at this point essentially <laughs> i oh. love that my answer to this question i don't make a habit of going to michelin style restaurants let me tell you <laughs> it was a very extravagant stupidly expensive thing for the family that we probably haven't financially recovered from to this day but you know i'm like oh yes well I once ate a lamb's testicle. Of course, it's known as sweetbread in the industry. Uh, and then you're like, yeah, I had my barbecue <laughs> pasta blob. And Michael's like, yeah, I nearly ate, probably nearly ate a cockroach at some point. In <laughs> different, different strokes. Hey, yeah. we've, all, we've all struggled in our own ways. We have, yeah. Barbatuna bab badster. Mm, yeah. Amazing. It's time for a thing from one of you boys. Ooh. Do you want to just everyone fancy a little fight? <gasps> fight. Fuck yeah, you got the knives. Are there knives involved? <laughs> I've, uh, I've got the knives. If you got if you've got the gorilla gorilla glue, we'll stick it on some chickens and let's go. <laughs> okay. I've just that's just reminded me now of the time that someone was sticking little Trump hats onto pigeons. Oh yeah. <laughs> what a weird time we live in. <sighs> this fucking world. It's time to get fit and healthy and get one of our five a day. It's time to decide the ultimate fruit. Oh, okay. Because I mean, There are only so many fruits that I actually <laughs> like, so this won't take long. <laughs> it's also, it's, it turns out there's less fruit than you think without going into the esoteric weird fruit section. So there's mm. a few berries in here, but I've, try, I've tried to keep it as relatable as possible. Mm -hmm. so, so this is it this is our ultimate 2021 fitness guide just eat this one fruit that wins this and you'll be the healthiest boy around Excellent. so i think the first few round like the first rounds will be 
pretty straightforward since it's kind of like I feel like it's fairly obvious to me, but we'll find out. We'll find out. I think it'll definitely got start getting harder later on as we're going to the more fan favorites. Okay. Let's start with. I think this is a weird pairing: peach and pomegranate. Oh. So, uh, I, hmm. pomegranate to me has always been just like an annoying, finicky disappointment of a fruit. So I, I'm I'm throwing my hat in that corner, and saying screw pomegranates. Okay. Fuck pomegranates. I like pomegranate juice. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, as a fruit, I'd rather eat a peach than a pomegranate. It's just I don't even know what you do with a pomegranate. Mm. Put it in the bin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take that, you fruit. I, just, I don't know if it's just how my mum taught me to eat them, but like we'd cut them in half and get like a little needle and pick out, like pick them out one by one and put them in my mouth. Right. Or is that is that not even remotely normal? No, I, I don't know. All I know is sometimes they put like half a... I think I'm thinking of pomegranate. They put like half a pomegranate in like a cocktail sometimes, like floating on the yes, top. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, something like that. If you... And sometimes they tip the contents of the pomegranate into the into the glass before they leave the empty shell on top. So then if you're drinking through a straw, you end up with like this pulpy, seedy mess going up the straw and clogging it up. And it, I really hate it when they put... <laughs> like pomegranate mush inside your drink so yeah screw that i'm going peach do you agree ben yeah i'm definitely also going peach but mainly because i it looks like an ass yes ah. i i don't think i've ever had a pomegranate i've probably had the flavoring in something and also mm. i don't think i've ever eaten a peach either but i've definitely had peach Ooh. stuff you know, peach yeah. yogurts or bits of peach in a thing. Schnaps. Schnaps. Oh, yes. But I don't think I've ever actually just straight up, you know, eaten that big ass fruit. Mm-hmm. Peach has more reach in the taster sphere, so yeah. peach goes on through. Peach. Coconut versus pear. Coconut. Ooh. Oh. A piece of, it's very divisive fruit, a coconut. A lot of people hate coconut, but I'm really... I love yeah, it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Like biscuits and stuff. Like nice biscuits are great. I'm not a fan as coconut... a fan of coconut as a flavour, but as like an actual... Like the fruit itself is lovely. Bash it open, chisel out a little bit of flesh. It's lovely. It's definitely like a one-off treat fruit, though. Mm-hmm. I've never eaten a coconut like the way Mikey's described. Um, it's been a very long time since I've had a pear... But I do like coconut flavored things. Yeah, I'll eat those bounties. Give them to me. You don't want them in the, s- are the selection box. Pears are they're <laughs> tough. They're tough eating. They're fibrous. Yeah, they are. And <laughs> not many things are flavored like pears because no, that's true. Actually, why would you mm. want that? They don't taste bad. I like a pear, but I I think the fact I haven't had one since becoming an adult is uh, <laughs> says a lot. I'm going to go with coconut. I like pear drops, but they're probably not one of your five a day. Probably, probably not. Well, neither are bounties, but nah. <laughs> I like to think. Sure, if you eat enough of them, it'll be it'll like cross over the yeah, one of the one fine. of your allowance. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Coconut goes on through. Quite surprised by that, mm. but yeah, pears. Just, I don't know when they're good, they're good. When they're bad, which is most often, it's not even worth thinking about them. Yeah, get out of here. Get the fuck out. Kiwi versus raspberries. So. I think raspberries are more synonymous with like sweetie, sweetie little sweeties. Sweetie for Lou. Yes. Sweetie little sweeties. And jams. Jams, of course, yes. Kiwis. It's 
Do you eat kiwis skin as well when you eat them? If you eat them, no. I mean, I don't eat. Bite them. into it like an apple. I, the best way to eat them is just chew through that skin, that lovely hairy little outer layer. Oh. I can't tell if you're joking. Do you do that? No, genuinely. Yeah, I eat them. Eat the skin. Okay. It's it's fine. It's it's totally edible. It's quite nice. It's good source of do you fiber. You shave it first, or oh, do you just? Oh no, leave hair it? and all, please. Oh. Mm. Do you comb it first, or? Yeah, style it. Gel, have a look all cool and spiky. Frost some tips. Would you like something in it, sir? <laughs> Ready for the school disco? I don't. I've never had a kiwi fruit. Can't say I'm particularly fussed about trying one. Not that I no. dislike it, but well, I don't really eat raspberries either. But I'll I'll have raspberry flavored stuff. So raspberries, raspberries, I like raspberries. I occasionally have them as a as a pudding. Pudding. Pud- uh, pud- yeah, raspberries are great. Raspberries go on through. Okay. Strawberry versus pineapple. Oh. Pineapple. Oh, really? Oh. Mm, love pineapple. Wow. It's delicious. Pineapple juice is so bad for you, but it's so, <laughs> so good. Yeah. It's like the kind of juice that's more of a syrup than mm. anything. It's, oh, it's flipping lovely. Oh. It tastes good for sure. I think sometimes the flesh can be a bit tougher than I'd like. I wish it wasn't quite as... That's another... feels a bit fibrous, I think, sometimes. Yeah. You're talking about pineapple or testicles again. (laughs) Sweet blood. I think that strawberries, if you account for, like, just the flavour of strawberry, I think that's probably the best fruit flavour of all. I think strawberry anything is Mm. the best. Like, if you're talking sweets or drinks or you know strawberries are just amazing i think strawberries themselves i kind of wish they they weren't as weird and seedy on the outside oh really have some fucking modesty strawberries clean yourself up put your bits away god what are you doing (laughs) um on balance i don't think i could do without strawberry in the universe uh over pineapple in assuming that sort of strawberry flavored things then also disappeared i think i'd have to keep strawberries over pineapple myself Ooh, i'm torn because p- pineapple can sometimes be a bit much and strawberry on the other hand can sometimes be not enough when you eat natural strawberry fruit sometimes it's kind of like watery and nothingy and it's a bit disappointing mm. Mm. i think you're calling it mikey though you've got to make the deciding vote I think you have swung at Peter with like the extended strawberry universe of flavors. Right. We have managed to make this tournament about fruit, more about sweets <laughs> and their flavors in other bad for you things than. Hey, true. I just so, I just uh, think that speaks the power of the fruit. Hey, that's it's fr- strawberry's got a great brand. Exactly, yeah, it it's all about brand. Twenty twenty one. Where's your brand at? Come on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at strawberry on Twitter. <laughs> God, I wonder who, if there is like any official mascots or figureheads for fruits. Japan will have one, I'm sure. Strawberry coon. <laughs> Pineapple chan. Grape coon, maybe. Grape, Grape coon. coon. Yeah, oh, well done. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Pear senpai. M- melon. San. <laughs> melon san. Melon san. Melon san. That's all you need to do. Uh, banana. Versus the trusty old melon. I say the, I mean, like, this covers all melons. So honeydew, watermelon. Banana. I like banana flavoring in my extended universe of food. (laughs) Ice cream, um, milkshake. Oh, banana ice cream. That's a good shout, Uh, yeah. All good. Love it. I'm not huge into banana flavor, actually. Uh, No. I I think 
because when I was younger, I had some medicine for something when I was <gasps> when I was a kid that tasted a banana. It was disgusting, and I I hated it. <laughs> Feel like I, I vaguely like remember that. That's weird. Yeah. Banana, I would say, is probably one of the few fruits that tastes pretty close to its sweety neighbors. That's true. <laughs> Unlike yeah, strawberry, yeah. which doesn't taste like it at all, in my opinion. Sugar and red. Yeah, red yeah. sugary flavour. <laughs> yeah, true. True. Um, I'm erring on the side of melon here myself, because I'm a, I'm a big sucker for a honeydew. Nom, nom, nom. I like me- melon flavour, for sure. And, um, yeah, yeah, I like watermelon. I don't have any strong opinions on honeydew, but... Mm. Well, we used to work with him in the office. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't like watermelon, but I do like honeydew. Okay, well, I'm I'm, go- I'm going to put melon through. Melon's through to the next round. Yeah, orange and blueberries. Mm. It's got to be orange because of its power and presence <laughs> in almost everything. Banter, come on. <laughs> blueberries are also delicious as a smoothie but I don't want to eat the little rabbit pellets that are blue. No. The tiny little crunchy seed inside that's just big and irritating enough that you don't want it in there, but still very small that it's hard to just remove. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Oranges, they've, you know, the the uh, the orange, the OCU is a big... <laughs> It's a big player out there in terms of annoying orange extended universes. Oh, of course, yeah, YouTube sensation. You don't have annoying blueberry, do you? You don't. No, you don't. <laughs> I, I rest my case. So that's how we're doing fruits now: is by what <laughs> what flavors they're used in, and also what YouTube channels they've been represented in. Is there an annoying one? <laughs> <laughs> an orange in this case sparkles on through. Blueberries are nice, but I just find them I don't know a little bit lackluster most of the time. But and they're not yeah not really a big flavour in other things. Sorry, blueberries, you're going down. I've got a feeling I know exactly where this one's going to be going. But um, apples Apple. versus f- figs. Oh. <laughs> Michael, you really <laughs> fucked figs over, didn't you? <laughs> and they were going to get fucked over no matter what. It was just it was just there for the number. It's an it's, the, it's <laughs> apple. It's an apple day. Definitely apples. Yeah, apples. Apple. There you go. Sorry, fig. You don't even get a discussion. Screw off. Grapes and mango grape oh mangoes are very tasty but like who can be asked even buying mangoes (laughs) that's the i did buy a mango like last week whoa and it took three minutes to kind of carve it to a suitable point gross i thought i could that's a pun at grapes in that time (laughs) i like mango flavored drinks but and you know if they go in cocktails and stuff but i just love grapes red or green they just they're all they're all wonderful Mm -hmm. they're all good to me yep we yeah. somehow made it so that they don't have seeds in them, and I oh. don't really get how that works. But... Oh, I bought a big box of candy floss grapes ages ago. There, are they? What? It's 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 like kind of it's like a, a grape that's been bred to be more flavorful and sweet. It's oh. kind of like, so it's kind of akin to candy floss. Doesn't really taste like candy floss, but it's that kind of sugariness. Wow! And it's, yeah, it's just like a wholly natural grape. I think. I think unless it's dipped in something they also bring us wine <gasps> which is mm-hmm. grapes important. grapes win <laughs> yeah which is i like mango if mango flavored stuff doesn't tickle me but a real mango yeah that's that's nice also but the grapes make it through the grapes are still on the stem as well so you still feel like you're doing some work by retrieving them from the plant that's true yeah yeah 
It's like I'm foraging. My my elders would would like. My ancestors this. would be so proud. <laughs> yeah, I'm hunting and gathering. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Grips is like a, an exercise tool just to get back in touch with the hunter gatherer years. Yeah, that's oh. the only reason I eat pistachios because I just think, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm doing work. Just for an experience other than opening up a bit of package. <laughs> yeah, natural. Nature's package yeah. is what I open. Crunchy. Yeah. Right, we're on to... Well, that's the first round of things gone, so now we're just into the, the knockout stages of who do we love most? Mm. Peach or coconut? Coconut, I think, personally. Coconut. Wait, did I screw this up? Mm, did peach make it through? No, it didn't. Was it... Pomegranate? Oh fuck! No, Michael. no, no, it was pear. Wait, Wait what? <laughs> what was peach up against to begin with? I can't remember. <laughs> Michael, how do you? What's the system here? How do you? How do you I, keep track of these? He was explaining it to me before we started. He's gone about it ass backwards, Peter. <laughs> I may. I look right. I found a website where you make brackets, and I was like, "All right, cool. I'll do that." And then it was like, to actually use this bracket, you need to make an account and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, screw this. I'll just take a screenshot of the bracket I've put together, import it into Photoshop, and then cut out each individual word and move it around right. in Photoshop. <laughs> but I, I, can, I can confirm I found the original web page. It is peach versus coconut. Okay. It was peach and pomegranate, and peach made it through, and coconut and pear, and coconut made it through. Jesus. Right. I think coconut. <laughs> coconut. Ooh. Really? I'm saying peach, but coconut goes through just by, by numbers alone. Raspberries versus strawberries. 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 Yeah, that's a strong, strong strawberry. Melons or oranges? Oranges. Oranges. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, actually, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. And apple versus grape. Apple. Oh, see, those are my two favorite fruits, I think. But... <sighs> It's a tricky one because apples are like a, a worldy, world-rounder, just good fruit. I mean, before we started this tournament, I kind of thought that apples should win, even though, I mean, I want grapes to come second, but obviously that's not an option anymore. So I'll say apples. I'm going to say grapes myself. <gasps> what did you say, Ben? Apples. Oh, well, apples you threw. Okay, so we've kind of got a got a world-class final stretch going on here. Yeah. I can't believe bananas didn't win. Sorry, I was about to say we got all 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 of the all the all stars in, but yeah, bananas didn't make it through. Right, disgusting, disgusting, aren't they? Coconut or strawberry? Strawberry, strawberry, strawberry. I agree. Orange versus apple. Apple for me. I'm. Well, I like I really I really like oranges and satsumas and Fanta and all that good stuff, but apples. <laughs> No, it's like oranges and satsumas and Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, so that's why... I, so as a fruit, that's why I said apple. But if you consider the extended universe, probably orange. Mm. I'm leaning towards orange as much as I love an apple. I can't say outside of apple juice, I have any other kind... in It in any other form. Yeah. And orange juice is the king of juices, whatever way you look at it. Juices, oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Or queen. Or queen. Or queen. Is that orange through to the final round, I think? I guess so. I think it might be. I'm going to say orange as well. Okay, this is it. Strawberry or orange? Orange. It's got to be orange. Oh, 
I think I'm going to lean towards strawberry, but it's irrelevant. Orange is the ultimate fruit of 2021. Eat it now. Load an orange. Did not did not see that coming. No, that for some reason orange is a solid one, but it's never one you think of as a chart topper. But I, oh, no. and under extensive analysis, we've thoroughly discovered that orange is the new black. It's it's yeah. the best fruit. Of, did you say best. of 2021? So we all need to go away and eat fruit all year, and we'll come back and do this again next year. Mm-hmm. And we are three months behind on our orange quarter, so you're gonna to have to really pummel them in this month, boys. Oh, well, then someone eat like twelve pounds worth <laughs> yes, of orange yes. in the pre- several kilograms they, of orange. The previous episode, they've upped everyone's um, current numbers just by yeah. you know over. Yeah, <laughs> shit. He was ahead of the game. He knew what's coming. He did. He did. Excellent. I've got um. A, a sort of double barrel two two questions here both pertaining to food but they're very short ones so they're they're going hand in hand um okay. from stuart christ that's stucalicious uh stuart says i love pizza you love pizza but why does pizza in cartoons always look far more delicious than real life pizza looks Ooh, i think they use a similar technique to you know, off of the adverts where they use PVA glue. Yeah. Stuff to, you know that cheese stretch from the cheesy crusts? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The stuffed crusts? It's never like that. No. Because they're fucking lying. And I don't know why they're allowed to do it. There's, I'm sure you've seen all the behind the scenes yeah. of food advertising where they just like, it's not, on a base level, it's the real food. But then they add loads of shit to it to make it like the cheese stretch or the chocolate <laughs> melt in a certain way. And it's bollocks. That's why it's big pizza lying to all of us. It's still good, though. <laughs> still good. The lettuce is made out of, like, crepe paper and, you know, Ugh. covered with water. And, yeah, they do all kinds. Yeah, 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 the PVA good. glue poured onto, like, Otabix. What's that, then? It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's fucking glue. It just looks like slow motion milk, but it's it's glue. <laughs> um, slow motion mi- glue otherwise known as slow, slow motion, motion milk, milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you're right though I think it's the stringiness of the cheese um, mm. and also you can normally see instead of uh, cartoon stink lines they do cartoon steam lines coming off mm. pizza it's piping hot which it never is when you order it in real life that's why it looks more delicious because it's actually an edible fucking temperature when it arrives <laughs> at the turtles underground base yes i think there's one crucial thing you've, you've missed this is a, a secret in the cartoon food drawing industry is that yeah. if you look at most drawings or cartoons that feature pizza there's usually very little in the way of tomato sauce that's because it's actually just like a big wedge of cheese like a puck of cheese that covers oh. the entire pizza and it's that's actually the true Italian way to have a pizza is no tomato sauce, just pure cheese with a few wow. things thrown on top. Just on cheese. on top? On top. On top. Perfect. Highly recommend it. Well, sticking with cheese, it's Gavin at It's Gavin's Words on Twitter says the only question that matters on a burger, in all caps, cellophane wrapped bright orange quote unquote cheesy singles or <laughs> literally any real cheese. Now, I, I feel we might be about to split the crowd here because I am so against American cheese. <gasps> no! Yeah. Cheese singles are great. They've got the, they're awful, but they know their purpose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even on a burger. I know a lot of people would say I wouldn't have them anywhere else, but I do have them on burgers. I'm not even in that camp. I wouldn't have them anywhere. Wow. Ben, are you a fan of cheese singles? Evidently, Mikey is. 
Yeah, I'm a fan of cheese I, singles. I don't care. Like, it feels like a special occasion. I, I feel like a non-shitty <laughs> cheese. Or should we just call it burger cheese? Because yeah. I struggle to believe that when you get like a premium premium burg, say from Five Guys, mm. I doubt that's cheddar. I might be wrong, but it, it'll be some kind of cheesy single. But I, it feels like an expensive cheesy single. Yeah. It tastes, it tastes yeah. good. Uh, but when you go to a gastro pub or something and you get a burger from there, they usually have fancy ass burgers where it's like, oh, you can have brie with it. Yeah. Or, you know, expensive special cheese. And I don't mind because it all tastes like savoury paste. <laughs> mm. Isn't that, at the end of the day, isn't all meal just savoury paste? Well, especially when Ben's <laughs> cooking it. By the sounds of it, that's what he makes. As long as it's as long as it's not stuck to the the paper wrapping that the burger comes oh, in, yeah. more than it is in the actual burger, then I don't usually mind if there was a cheese board selection laid out in front of me and they said with a nice cream cracker you can have brie a bit of wensleydale cheddar or a sainsbury's cheesy single Mm -hmm. i would choose real cheese every time but when it comes to burgers oh it's a burger in it like i'll just i'll just go for whatever's coming my way even if it was the same situation so there's an open burger if someone's taken the top someone's (laughs) taking the lid off your burger yes and there's a hot piping hot uh, patty there. The hmm. lettuce is cold, you'll be pleased to know, today. Oh, yes, that's good. Um, and on the cheese board in front of you, there are cut to burger-sized shapes, various cheeses on options. So they're all square-shaped, but one of them has mm. been pressed into a square shape by a horrible machine and then wrapped up in cellophane. And the others are... Yeah, actual cheese. Would you? Ah, uh, hmm. my my question is: Are you in the room? Um, no, I'm not. No one's in the room. No one's going to know, apart from right now when you tell us what you would do. Okay, because if you were in if you were in the room, I would put the shittest cheese on it possible. <laughs> okay, I'd make dominant eye contact the whole time. Yeah. Uh, if I had a choice and it was all laid out for me. I don't know, I suppose I'd mix it up because more often than not you do get the cheap cheese mm. mm-hmm. and I might try it with some expensive cheese as long as it melts properly. You don't want hard, cold cheese in your... No, upper. yeah, that's yeah. it's got to be warm and melty. It's got to be soft. You don't want it to be like a, a, a point of... You can feel it as a layer with your teeth when you bite through it. That's, that's a bad cheese. It's a bad cheese. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Well, there we go. That's That's food and cheese dealt with. It's time <laughs> for Ben's thing. It is. I have gone back to the well. It's it's some weird fake news for the second episode running. Uh, this is me going to the subreddit, not the onion, picking out some news stories that sound so absurd that they can't possibly be true, except they are. But maybe I've also mixed in some actual satirical news from website The Onion. Who knows? I'm going to read you the headlines. We're then going to go back through and you can tell me if you think it's real or if it's fake. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Headline number one. Nutritionist says pizza is better for breakfast than most cereals. (laughs) Oh. Okay. Okay. Next headline. Man thwarted from committing mass murder by his pet bird. Oh. Was it an armed cockerel? (laughs) (laughs) Is anyone waiting to find out? 
uh, woman bit off man's tongue in street brawl Oof. before seagull swooped down and ate it. Oh, God. Wow. Wowie. God, what an experience. <laughs> Uh, man charged with identity theft after trying to apply for handgun carry permit as former President Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, study finds that Bronze Age remains often found in cheaper clothing because nicer clothing speeds up decomposition. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, first up, nutritionist says pizza is better for breakfast than most cereals. Yay or nay? <sighs> I s <sighs> nutritionally cereals are pretty much nothing aren't they <laughs> it's just mm. usually just little clumps of rice that you put sugar and milk onto i can well, see this being said for some things but not not necessarily pizza so because like, i think pizza is also especially takeaway pizza is all just sugar and salt like that's mm. really it's just really bad um mm. i can see a nutritionist saying like oh uh you'd be better off eating you know, a rice cake than a cereal because it's nothing. That yeah. would be more believable. But like, pizza must be worse, surely. Um, I I've got to say onion. I think I'm I'm gonna go true. I'm gonna say we're eating healthy pizza for breakfast, boys. Mm. It's real. Ah, nice. What's better to eat for breakfast, pizza or cereal? Turns out it's actually pizza. Hey. The nutritionist said it's due to large amounts of sugar found in many cereals. Pizza may have more fat, but it has less. Sugar, excuse me. Thus, Chelsea Aimer tells The Daily Meal, you'll have a better chance of avoiding a sugar crash later on. Mm. You may be surprised to find out that an average slice of pizza in a bowl of cereal with whole milk or slow glue contain nearly <laughs> the same amount of calories. Wow. Um, pizza has more protein. Because of that, your appetite would be more satisfied and you would be more likely to avoid snacking. Good pizza, I suppose, is better than Good bad pizza. pizza but, yeah. yeah. There's no such thing as bad pizza. Uh -huh. I had pizza for breakfast on Monday, so that makes me feel a lot more. Did you? Yeah, a lot yes. better with myself. Wow. We, we, powerful. Oh, it's 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 first pe morning pizza I've had in years, and it is a an almighty <laughs> quivering feeling. Yeah. I like to get cold. Don't even warm it up. Just just give me the cool brick. <laughs> give me that whole thing, bro. Uh, next headline, man thwarted from committing mass murder by his pet bird. <laughs> it could just be the man that Peter was talking about earlier. <laughs> Is it because he was going to commit mass murder, but then the bird did it instead, so there were no possible victims? <laughs> yeah, so I was, this is my chance. He's put the knife on my back. I can stop him before he annexes this horrible mm. plan. I'm, I'm tempted to say real, only because I can't quite see the humorous the sort of punchline aspect of this in The Onion. Even if you have changed it, I don't see exactly what angle they're coming at it from if it's Onion. So I think yeah, real. I'm going to go real as well. This is Onion. What? Oh. The original headline was Parakeet unaware its companionship the only thing stopping man from committing one of bloodiest acts in American history. <laughs> I see. That's good. Very big fan of that. Wow. The hyperbole is good there. That makes it... <laughs> <laughs> Though he protects scores of innocent civilians every day of his life, several reports confirmed Wednesday that Java, a local parakeet, is unaware the companionship he provides is the only thing stopping his owner, area man David Markopoulos, from committing one of the deadliest acts in US history. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> yeah, it goes on, talking about budgies, which is great. Uh, <laughs> next one. Woman bit off man's tongue in street brawl before seagull swooped down and ate it. Too much in there for an onion headline, surely. Like, 
There's that's just there's too much going on. It's got to be real. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be inclined to agree, but also just because that sounds like an amazing fight scene. Yeah, it's real. Yes. Um, so the beginning of this does sound like the lyrics to Eleanor Rigby, and I will resist <laughs> the urge to read it given the subject matter. Okay. Uh, James McKenzie spat out a piece of his tongue onto the street after Bethany Ryan, 27, had ripped it off with her teeth during an incident in Edinburgh. The gull then flew down and grabbed the muscle, making <laughs> off before the injured man could retrieve it. Edinburgh Sheriff Court was told about the grisly incident, incident sorry, which left the victim maimed for life when Ryan appeared in the dock to plead guilty to the attack last Thursday. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. I read the yeah. news today, oh boy. Seagull ate part of man's tongue. <laughs> Poor James. Hearing it references a muscle, I don't know why, it kind of shocked me. I mean, it, it's, it makes it worse, doesn't it? Yeah, it just makes it feel more visceral and... Yeah. It's a bit horrible. Yeah. Uh, next one, man charged with identity theft after trying to apply for handgun carry permit as former President Barack Obama. Oh, I can um, so picture that happening in the Deep South or something. Oh, God. Uh, nah, I've, I've got to go onion. I'm going to say real. It's real. Oh, a Chattanooga man has been charged with identity theft after he applied for a Tennessee enhanced handgun carry permit under the name of the former US President Barack Obama. Robert Joseph Halleck was sent a denial letter from the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security Handgun <laughs> Permit Unit on November the 19th of 2020 due to an adjudicated or committed mental defective and active warrant in Michigan. On January the 21st, 2021, the state of Tennessee says that Halleck then sent another completed application form and a $50 check, but used the name of President Barack H. Obama and forged the former president's signature on the form. <laughs> Halleck also included a letter on the U.S. State Department's letterhead. Wow. So it wasn't even just like a funny joke. It was like he actually tried he to... He went for it. He really went for it. Only probably one of the most famous names in America. <laughs> like they wouldn't know where Obama was. Yeah. Oh, I guess there's another one in America. Yeah. Oh, look uh, at that. President Barack Obama's applying for a, for oh. a handgun license. Oh. Well, he paid $50, so... Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. This one. And finally, study, uh, study finds that Bronze Age remains often found in cheaper clothing because nicer clothing speeds up decomposition. I can believe this. Yeah, it seems too sciencey. Seems too straight. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's funny. <laughs> I don't think that's an onion article. Yeah, I understand. What is it? True is what it is. It's an onion article. Oh, what? What, for you, what for you twisted? And it might be my trickiest work yet. <laughs> the real headline was: Bronze Age man would have worn nicer pelts if he'd known scientists would find his preserved body in a bog. Oh. Okay. Wow. Caught off guard in one of his ratty old goatskin tunics, Bronze Age tribesman Lugu claimed Thursday that we, he would have dressed in much nicer pelts had he known that scientists would find his preserved body in a bog 4,000 years after selecting the outfit. Shit, I would have put on a beaten reed underfrock and, you, and one of my nice ceremonial bear's furs capes if I had any idea that archaeologists in 2021 would exhume my body after its natural mummification in peat, said the hunter-gatherer. Oh, as he so there we are. picked grapes off of the stem. It's <laughs> mm. just a life lesson there. Dress every day as if it's how you're going to be found in a hundred years by by diggers. Yeah, 
At press time, Lugu was reportedly objecting to being listed in scholarly journals as the Dartmoor Goatskin Bog Hobo. <laughs> <laughs> and there we are. That's my thing. I like that. That's great. Sorry, was what? it Bog Hobo? Bog Hobo. Ah, that's that's how I want to be remembered as a Bog Hobo. <laughs> Michael Johnson, Bog, bog Hobo. <laughs> it just rolls yeah. off the tongue. <laughs> Especially, I want I want British academics to inexplicably use the word hobo in naming me. <laughs> you know that that British English word hobo. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's what I'm aiming for. Uh, we've got one more question here. Quite fitting that it's coming at the end of the podcast because Ooh. Becky at Becky Wilkieson on Twitter says you've been given the power to change the ending of any form of media you do not like books films tv but you can only pick one what do you choose game of thrones <laughs> yeah just to save everyone's spirits the whole final season or just sort of closer to the end maybe closer to the well maybe the whole final season i'm not really sure because i'm not like a diehard game of thrones fan i enjoyed going along for the ride with everyone else mm. at the time and i thought the show was great and I remember you and I, Peter, so I think we feel the same, talking at the beginning of the final season about how people were, were inf- like absolutely incensed at the previous season because there were huge gaps where they would suddenly teleport across the map and yeah. stuff between episodes. And you and I both agreed that oh, it doesn't really, I don't really fucking care. Like, it's still, it's still good. And I still like it, and I'm just not getting caught up in the little details. And then they just... They fucked it so bad in the last season. And I wasn't, again, I wasn't one of those people that was sad or upset or anything like that. It was just, it was just bad. It was just bad television. And it was just a shame. And I would like them to do it better. To do it again, but better. Even like, there were moments and maybe like one or two whole episodes in that final season that I thought were fine. I thought were good, but ultimately the way you know more and more things then started happening and twists and turns that i hadn't quite anticipated or hoped for and then i love i saw a meme the other day actually i don't know why it's still relevant but anyway it was um it was Tyrion lannister saying and who has a better story than bran the broken you know because that was the reasoning that he became king (laughs) and then underneath it just had the faces of about (laughs) 28 different characters <laughs> from Game of Thrones, all of whom had much better stories than the kid who just got pulled around some snow for a while mm-hmm. and then, you know, did a little bit of warging. Taking talking vague nonsense. Yeah, it was he was so weird. I just I didn't like him at all. He was just this strange and I know he's supposed to be because he's like been beyond the wall and has he's the ghost inside your child all along. And that's just kind of what his character was, but Oh, man. That was the thing I was most disappointed with. I didn't care what happened. I I was like, I could accept what happened with Daenerys and Jon Snow and stuff. Like, probably wouldn't have chosen it, but like, fine. Okay. But yeah, that was the biggest thing for me. Just, he was the person after all that. Yeah. It, it was it was rubbish. So that, I'm, I'm not going to tell them how to do it, because I don't know how, but not that. Yeah. <laughs> do it again, but not that, yeah. Mikey? I did you guys ever watch Utopia? No. No. Oh, that it's a it's a really good like British kind of thriller comedy drama thing of like it's 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 quite a fun little um like conspiracy theory 
themed program where it's always like this secret underground government agency and people are starting to learn their secrets blah, blah 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 and it got like two seasons done in the UK and then like it started like really ramping up and it just got cancelled because no one was watching it I watched oh, it the other week I and I was like oh, really want to know what like what it all would have led to um, there was an American remake but it's not as good as the original British one but oh. if, if I was going to say something a little bit more fun than me just wanting to see the conclusion of a TV show like I want the season finale of football to be all about Stoke-on-Trent Football Club. I want to see them rise through the ranks and become World Cup FIFA Pro Evolution Soccer it. Masters. That's it, isn't it? I would watch them win the World Cup, yeah. That would yeah. Be, some some stars would have to align for that to happen. Stoke-on-Trent Football Club uniform is just bin bags, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> so I want to see that at the at big finale in a, in a massive stadium historic club on the river trend <laughs> there <Yeah>. you go <laughs> i other than perhaps the obvious answer which is that i'm at the moment i'm playing through haven call of the king the ps2 game that was supposed to be a trilogy and the first of the trilogy that didn't happen ends with the villain winning um which is really stupid <laughs> uh and then it got cancelled and they didn't do the, the two sequels so other than changing that so that you actually get through this entire game and feel some sense of achievement I would... I remember being really disappointed by the Nicolas Cage movie, <laughs> Knowing. Um, mm, oh. This is. I'm sure this is not the thing above all else that I would change the en- ending of, because it wasn't that great of a film anyway. But the worst thing about it was the ending. So the, the premise uh, I really, really liked... And I remember going into it, I think I was sort of in like my mid-teens maybe, and um, these kids, Nicolas Cage's child's school class, dig up a time capsule from I think like 50 years ago uh, where kids in their school buried like letters in this time capsule at the school. And then every kid in Nick Cage's son's class gets given a letter from the class of 50 years ago. And most people have got like you know, little letter saying, what's the future like? Do you have hover cars yet? Here's a drawing of a robot that I did. I hope you've got a robot now. And Nicholas Cage's child is very disappointed to just be given a sheet of paper covered from top to bottom in just a series of numbers. Um, and then Nicholas Cage is like this cryptographer or whatever the word would be. He's like a code breaker professionally. And he's like sitting at home one night just looking at this kid's page of numbers and he, he sees the numbers... I'm laughing because it's silly, not because of what I'm about to say. He sees the numbers 911 on there mm-hmm. and another number next to it, which is like 3,000 and, and whatever. Um, and he realizes, wait, this has got 911 on it and the death count, the exact death count, death toll of 911. And then he looks at other numbers and finds all these natural disasters and like terror attacks and things that have happened. And this kid has like predicted all these events and he works through and he, he assigns them all to natural disasters and stuff and then right near the bottom he realizes there's still like four or five events to go hmm. and so then those events start playing out like there's a plane crash uh that you see and uh then like there's the stinger from the trailer i meant i remember being like this the the love interest saying to him what happens when the numbers run out <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, is it going to be like the end of the world? So it was really, I've spoken for ages about the premise of knowing there, but like, 
Uh, it sounds fun. It's got promise. Yeah. It's on Netflix. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. It, it could be. Um, and then, spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't want to know, the ending of Knowing. Aliens. Oh. Aliens come down and take away his son and our girl, and they get taken to a planet and become Adam and Eve, and then the Earth dies. Uh, oh, and that's no. that's the end. Oh, they really just jumped the shark at the end. They then. really, really do. It's a cool film, and then the last third is absolutely ridiculous um, and super disappointing. So oh. purely from a point of view of, like, going in, I expected big things, and I came out with huge disappointment. That is, like, my number one. Um, just the the expectation and the payoff was yeah poles apart. Oh, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. God's yeah. sake. Five Nights at Freddy's. Unbelievable. Well, is is that it? Have we done the questions? That's it. That's the end of the podcast. Well done, everyone. Amazing. Thank you, Peter, for bringing those questions. You're welcome. Thank you Thank to you. people who submitted them. Absolutely. And it's now time for me to tell you that you can go to store.yogscast.com if you want hey, to look at some merchandise. Whoa. Isn't that right, Michael Johnson? Hey, whoa, I thought you were stealing my bit there. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's my turn to talk about all the lovely stuff you can buy with our code. <laughs> That's right. We've got a discount code on store.yogscast.com. If you head over to the video section, you'll find a lovely little selection of clothing articles and mugs that you can wear and use. And even though the price is already the cheapest, most bargain, bargain-erific, value-filled numbers you'll ever see, you can make them even better with discount code VIDIOTS at <gasps> checkout. No. And it won't just knock 10% off all the, all the little prices you see in front of you on the VIDIOTS section, but also beyond on the rest of the website, it's 10% off the whole shop. Whoa. Oh, my God. Goodness me. So you could buy uh, a new card game that the Oxcast are doing... And also a T-shirt from us, if you're so fancy, oh. with code VIDIOTS. We're also available on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, all.com forward slash official. And also twitch.tv forward slash official. We're not streaming on there so often anymore, but you can find Mikey's streams and our streams on Parrot Boy and Team Triple Jump, respectively, auto-hosted on that Twitch channel, so just in case you can't be asked, you will find us there anyway. Streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations. Donate £3 or more to get a shout-out at the beginning and the end of the show and join Pod Squad Mikey. Hit us. Not literally, but with the names. With your rhythm stick. Thwack! <laughs> it's Redders with Lackier. Czego Slovakia brings all the boars to the yard. Thank you for the generous donation. Jonathan Grimwood's author, Samuel DeBarber, as generous as always. Unstoppable Michael Malloy. Broken bits of brie, bitter like chocolate. KKB, the princess and the Glock. Cheddar Slovakia. Nope, sorry. Fuck, <laughs> did it again. Cheddar Slovaki. Delicious Slovaki. Mm. Cheggers Loblakia. Oh, it's Mr. Black. Oh, Mr. Black. Yeah, it is. You got there him. There we go. Che- Cheggers Low Black here. Did it. Nailed it. Oh, Bella's secret porn stash. <laughs> awesome Fox needs good vibes. The Chegg Republic. The Old Man and the Minge. Think Stoke on Trent. Cheggers Slovakia. Oh, it says Stroke. Stroke on Trent. Sorry. Uh, think Stroke on Trent. Yeah. Oh, I'm very sorry. Think Stroke on Trent. Cheggers Slovakia. Emily Lemons, 
Chegas, Slovakia, Bregi Ronex, Aaron Courtney, Sexy Sexy Bitch, sorry, Cheeky Chegas, R.I.P. Chegas, Slovakia, Vidiots, Vidiots Presenter Fanfic, Chegas, Lordvakia, Not Lenny, and Chegos, Lovakia. Also, Chegos, Slovakia, Stephen Skodas, Gooey Bug Spittoon, Cassie Wolfhard Eleven, Hideo Co Freddy and the Fabs. Czechoslovakia, a uh, uh, very generous the blood sugar what dropped. Czechoslovakia, Czech wins Slovenia. Czechoslovakia, Tristam. DPR of Czechoslovakia. I'll see you when you get there. Czechoslovakia. It's the Czech Republic now. Czechoslovakia. R.I.P. Big Titty Jesus forty two. Czechov. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Chegov's Gunderpants Peter Chegg's Goalie Helmet Chegg Republic Oh, that's Petter Chegg's, isn't it? As in the goalkeeper ah. Petter Chegg's Goalie Helmet Oh my Czech god Chegg Republic Emily Lemon's Ham Flaps United Slovak State of Chegger Making Ferret Pancakes I'm not fucking reading that The Michael Jugstone Chegg Republic, a.k.a. Chegcher the Dom Inican Republic, Dave Benson, Philippines. <laughs> Billy Apolis, Chegas Slovakian teen wife, Kez of Chegas Slovakia, Oliver, a real six year old. <laughs> Chegas loves Sakia, Chegas Slovakuma, Chegas is a slaggier, Chegwins Slawonki win, the Cheg Republic, the Chegaga Republic. Chegas Slovakialan Claw, Chegas Slovakia, Mr. Macca, Kermit the Fog, Respect Non Owl Roy Hodgson, Chegas Slovakia, Chegas Slovakia, John Masella Doesn't Care, Chego Slovakia, Not Even Wensley Dave BP, thank you for being so generous, Chegas Slovakia, Chief Kegwin of Slovakia, Chegas Slovakia, the Real Quarantine, who was generous, thank you very much. Brave Ventos and the Sex Pests, Triple Jump, and Shut Up Cheggers, you're dead. We did it. Hey. We did it. Thank you, everyone, for your incredible generosity. Once again, streamlabs.com forward slash podiats donations, three pounds or more to join Pod Squad. Mikey, where can people find you? At Powerboy on the Twitters, that's the best place to do a search for me where I post some of the lovely things that I'm doing, and I also stream on occasion at Twitch, at Paraboy on Twitch. Mm. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Excellent. And Peter, where can people find us? Uh, we are on Twitter individually at Confused underscore Dude and at that Peter Austin. Uh, but we're also working together as a team doing um, stuff on Team Triple Jump, which is Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch, uh, Team Triple Jump, where we do streams and we do lists and we do worst games ever and if and when we can ever go back to work, we may well continue with the likes of Rules Boss and mm. Prove It and things like that. I mean, we'll we'll see what we can do when we get back, but, you know, it's all there. It is all there. <laughs> Finally, leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. Very much appreciate it. Do we have a final question before we disappear? Can you send us some great photoshops of Dave Benson Phillips for us to use in future? <laughs> As our, yes. our supply well is running low and some, some 
fan audience submissions would be really nice. Nothing means spirited. No. Just uh, just reply to the tweet of the of this new episode with some nice photos. Love, lovely photo, like the kind of ones you'd show Dave's grandparents. Like, oh, that's nice, isn't he doing lovely? Yeah, he's doing great. Wonderful. Well, we're going to go now, everyone. Look after yourselves, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. All right, then. Bye. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye. Bye.